Hi, I'm Todd Nathanson. And I'm Lena Morgan. This is Song vs. Song. Lena, do you like school? Yeah, I kind of miss school, actually. Is that weird? Yes, it's extremely weird and not what I needed you to say. Oh, this no. is You are not going to like this episode, then. No, I hate school so bad. I wish I would could never go back to a time in my life where I had summers off. <laughs> God, that was terrible. I hated, I hated that time so much. Okay, well, you, you're going to have to stay in that mindset because we have the two great anti-educational institution anthems of our time today. We are putting them against each other. We're doing Alice Cooper's Schools Out versus Pink Floyd's Another Brick in the Wall, part two? All parts, maybe. I don't know. And we have a special guest in the house today, and she bothered to dress up, I see. Oh my God, I did not even notice that, but I Are did. you serious? <laughs> yeah, I did not notice until you said it. Our guest today, introduce yourself, Miss Fish. <laughs> Hello, uh, my name is Maggie Mae Fish, and yes, I'm wearing a giant Pink Floyd t-shirt. It is giant. It goes all the way down to... Yes, you're not a very large person, and that is a very large mm-hmm. shirt that you are wearing mm-hmm. on this Zoom call today. Mm, it's like a blanket. I think you may have signaled where you fall on the... Uh, on the question of the day. Oh no, did I tip my hat by wearing a t-shirt of one of the bands? It makes me deeply regret that one of us didn't wear like a lot of really black makeup. Like rolling mm. down the face makeup. I thought about it and then I wore my a simple favor deserves an Oscar t-shirt instead. I'd like to think that Alice Cooper agrees with me. I think so too. He, t- he loves Blake Lively. I feel like you missed the third greatest uh, anti-education song, which is, of course, Jake Paul's um, I Hate My Teacher. There's <laughs> a long pause there between Jake Paul and whatever the answer was going to be, but I, I already knew I didn't I didn't like it. I, I'm not confident that's the name, but I, that's absolutely the vibe of the song. Um, I remember it being a mini controversy, uh, but yeah, just all to say that that's probably the third uh, most well-known anti-education song by numbers. I was trying to figure out what would be the, cause we always do this, the um, like the write in vote, mm-hmm. what it, what it would be. And I, I guess I was like, what else like school songs? I mean, I guess from like vaguely that era, it's like rock and roll high school, maybe. Yeah. Moans. I think it's hot for teacher by Van Halen. That's what hey. I'm going for. We did get a vote for hot for teacher. Which I'm is, not, I'm not surprised because it's not really pro school, is it? It's really like, yeah, I can't I go think, to school because I want to think dirty things about the teacher. That's not mm-hmm. really a pro school song. That is the most pro school song. I don't know what you're talking about. My sexy teacher kept me in education. <laughs> I just that, like the, I, but it's, it's that mocking tone that David Lee Roth has. This has nothing to do with this episode, but like, you remember that part where he's like, I got my pencil. I don't know why. That's the one. That's the part of that song that sticks out to me. I don't feel tardy. I, I got my pencil. I don't feel tardy. It's real. Anyway, class. that's to me. That's the third one. Class dismissed. Okay, class dismissed. I, he says that too happily for that to to not be a, a real proud anti-school song. If it's not going to be a Paul Bro mm. song, song as the third, I feel that that David Lee Roth and Van Halen. That's the that's the backup option. I don't want to. I think that Maggie was right to begin with. But if I could offer a secondary. I don't know, like we did get a vote for Rock and Roll High School in there, I think, at least one. And Rock and Roll High School is an absolutely fantastic song from an absolutely fantastic movie. 
But when they do blow up the school at the end, which I believe, I, I believe I have this right. I haven't seen it in a while. They do. Pref- uh, the song playing is not rock and roll high school. It's schools out by Alice Cooper. So almost certainly wow. that song does get yeah. a lot of play. It turns mm-hmm. out, you know, like, like I said, you may have already tipped your hand on this one, but we got to ask, we have two songs here. Which is your favorite? Which is the best one? Which is the one you would play when uh, in school, when you were angry at a teacher? Ah, oh, man. Okay, so here here's my stance. I think what what's Alice Cooper? What's the name of the song again? School's, School's out. out. School's, School's out. out. Okay, here's the thing. It's more fun, but it's less memorable. Uh, to my point, uh, yeah. So obviously, uh, like my T-shirt says, I think I'm Team Wall. Um, but if if I were to be at a dance, I think I'd probably pick the other song. Uh, I think it's more of a crowd pleaser. Well, I'm going to step in here to say that. I've just never been a Floyd guy. Really? Uh, Have we talked really. about this? No, no. I mean, I, I, hmm. I mean, I, I, I'm not anti-Floyd. I had Dark Side. Mm-hmm. I like Dark Side. I like. I can like. I can think of plenty of Pink Floyd songs I like, but like, mm-hmm. I think I can think of like five Alice Cooper songs I like more than any Pink Floyd song. Like, I am. That's fair. I am super pro Alice Cooper here. Alice Cooper, friend of the Muppets, golfing enthusiast. Uh, Midwestern history more buff. More fun. More fun. Just all around. He knows quite a bit about Milwaukee. Quite a bit about Mi- Milwaukee. Do you mean Milwaukee? Which is Algonquin for the good land. And I will just mm. always like him more than Roger Waters. Bitter. As you should. <laughs> angry G- G- Julian Assange uh, loving. Yes. Possible answer to the question, which one is pink? Just uh, mm. Pink Floyd were just a consistently unhappy band. I like I like the real battle of bands is Pink Floyd versus the Eagles about who could Oof. be the, just the most miserably successful <laughs> band of all time. Yeah, I, uh, the reason I love uh, Pink Floyd is purely because my dad like loved Pink Floyd, which is like I feel like anyone our age that likes it. Uh, that's usually how it happens is that your dad is into it and then he puts it on and is like. Close to crying while he, you know, explains <laughs> the lyrics to you. My dad's yeah, a super so. teetotaler, so like I think you have to be mm. into drugs at least a little to get get into Pink Floyd. So I had to come to Pink Floyd on my own. Uh, make it sense. I, and I, of course, naturally, I was a little kid and I watched the, the old Muppet Show reruns on Nickelodeon. That's how I got into Alice Cooper. He got mm-hmm. Gonzo mm-hmm. to sell his soul to the devil. That literally happened. So we've, we're one in one right now. That leaves you, Lena, as the tiebreaker. I have a guess about which one you say, but it could go either way on this one. This is a this is a tight one. You know, um, the thing that I came away with as I researched this is that um, the faculty is an underrated film. It is. It absolutely Ooh. is. Mm-hmm. So, and here's why I say that: um, Scream has schools out. Yes, I remember. Disturbing behavior has that scene where the the guy who's pretending to be a janitor but isn't quite what he seems is got he's got the, he's behind the car and he goes like hey teacher leave them kids alone uh so that's ostensibly in a way has the wall um but the faculty has both and that's how we know that it's the best one is that the, the does the faculty have that it is the cover is the that cover that cover song by, I should have written it down. Um, corn, but, class of '98. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what which it is, is. Which, as I recall, was mostly corn. 
and uh, and then Soul Asylum that did the cover of uh, Schools Out, which is pretty good. I like a, I like I like I like a soul when it's yeah. in an asylum. Uh, um, Bla- anyway, so that, that was my big that was my big takeaway. Oh, that's the worst thing you've ever told me. <laughs> take it away. Take it away. Um, you don't even know what I'm talking about, do you? No, I was this a joke? I missed it. Blake Shelton's favorite. Someone did perform "Runaway Train" on The Voice, and Blake Shelton is like visibly like asking another judge, like, "Who's this by?" And then when he gets to him, it's like Soul Asylum, one of my favorite bands. <laughs> that is a very Blake Shelton. That's actually the side. You know what? I take it back. That's the part of that's the side of Blake Shelton I like. Yeah. <laughs> that's the one that. thing that Blake Shelton does that I enjoy, where he obviously flubs and then acts <laughs> and just leans in. It's a delight. Anyway, um, so here's the thing I, that I didn't know about the album, the record uh, schools out, is that when it came out, when you opened it up. Uh, the record was the pair of paper panties. Do you know about that one? I, ju- I just wow. read that earlier as I was preparing for this. Um, and my my favorite, the reason why I find that so amusing is because as a collectible, if you go to like Discogs where people buy used records and things and you type in that album and you click on the original release, you will look and in the details, most of them will say no panties. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, man. And I'll, I'll tell you, it just reminded me that yet in yet another format, if you want a pair of used, pan, used panties, you're really going to have to pay top dollar. Mm-hmm. What a mm. weird, what a weird world we live in. Anyway, um, I don't know, man. Here's the thing. Yes. Alice Cooper, uh, schools out. Great song. He sang it with the Muppets. Phenomenal. He was supposed to sing it in Wayne's World, and uh, I think his manager was like switched it out for a new tune. How the fuck do you vote against the wall? That's madness. I don't know, Thank man. You. Like Thank I don't you. like. And again, and let me say this: I also am not big on Pink Floyd. That's no. the real qualifier. Pink Floyd, not one of my favorite seventies bands. They're fine. Right. I, again, yeah. I don't have a hatred of them, but like, if you listen to those two songs side by side, like one is uh, is fun and the other is. Fucking art! I I don't know what to say. Like it's it's like uh, you know it, it has, it's saying a thing. Like you cannot not that all beat saying the children things. choir. You cannot beat that. To put that in your rock song, well, that is the coolest actual rock thing you can do. They both Although have they a both choir. Have that. And in and uh, in point and in point right, of fact, yeah. it was the same producer on both songs. Was it? Yes, and his whole shtick was that he wanted. Uh, he he said. So, Songs about school should have kids have should always have a kids choir. I like to believe that he just puts them in all his songs. Like it's his like like John Woo his dubs. DJ Khaled. <laughs> yeah. Like. <laughs> his producer tag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, he does the Elliot exclusive. <laughs> yeah, he worked with like a whole bunch of bands. He worked his name's Bob Ezrin. He did uh, a lot of Kiss's stuff. I, I believe all Kiss songs should have a kids choir too, because that is a kids band. So <laughs> is there a kid's choir and God gave rock and roll to you? Their version? I, I don't think so. Well, that's a fucking mistake. And I think that's to your to your point. The thing about these two songs is that they are both like legendary for, you know, anti-school rebellion. These are like two of the most famous songs of the, the decade. But they have like completely different approaches. They right. are very different songs. And I think one of the big things for me is that. School's Out is for elementary school kids. 
another another brick in the wall is for high school kids. Like I'm sure it is about all school from you know uh, secondary on down or whatever they do in the UK. I don't know what their school system, what they call high school. Hogwarts. <laughs> like to me, that's like a big difference. Like schools out is for you know you don't. This is not really rebellion because you're not mm. old enough to understand that. You just want to get out of school. (laughs) Yeah. You just want free time. I think that's, that's super. Yeah. That tracks. Absolutely. And for a certain number of people, this is going to sound like I'm saying, I prefer another brick in the wall. And for the other half, it's going to be like, so you mean schools out is obviously the better song. It's, it's a neutral description. Mm -hmm. And also Pink Floyd's another brick in the wall is a very British kind of thing. And a very private school kind of thing, which I don't really relate to. Isn't like, it interesting, a- though, that, that Schools Out was a really big hit in the UK, though? Bigger hit in the UK than it was anywhere else. I'm kind of yeah. shocked by that because there, that, yeah. there's something that feels, mm-hmm. I don't want to say intrinsically American about Schools Out. Mm-hmm. Maybe it it's feels, just because it, it feels maybe very it's good, American to me. I think it's because it's, mm-hmm. so, it's so simple. And, uh, you know, like for me, it, yes, like. I think it still probably would have qualified for high school for me to a point, but, but the elementary school thing rings true for me just in the sense that when the school is over, it means that I get to go to the, 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 the public swimming hole (laughs) (laughs) as, as I did. Wait, Oh, this is my opportunity to ask a very important question. Maggie Mayfish. Do you know what knock hockey is? No, I don't think I do. Damn it. Has this come up? Because I feel like you've mentioned it before, but I don't know. What I forget it is. what the episode was, but that was the thing that we did at the at, at the municipal pool. Is we played knock hockey, and I thought it was a thing that was everywhere, and I was not aware that it was like a thing that like you go to the JCC and like everybody plays knock hockey there. I didn't realize that this was not like a Middle America thing. <laughs> wow! Wow! <laughs> what are we talking about? Like if yeah, if you know, you gotta tell me. Well, it's just, it's it's like uh, hockey, except it's like in a little like wooden board, and you have these little sticks, and you you bash back and forth and try to get it through. It's like it's like um, what's the? It's like air hockey, except without the air. Yeah, that's I've never this sounds, heard of this, that. Yeah, this sounds like you made it up. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> I swear. Look it up. Anyway, the point is that if I if I heard schools out, I would think I'm going to the pool to play some knock hockey. That's where mm. I would go. And I continue to be disappointed that I am the only person alive that knows what knock hockey is. All right. So what if that's what you think of when you hear schools out, what do you think of when you hear another brick in the wall? I think that I wish that our education system worked. <laughs> oh God, yes. That's it. That is definitely now in the in the I don't I don't remember what I thought about it as 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 a kid other than I was I just generally thought it sounded deep. But I was I was young. It does and dumb. generally sound deep. Like you you know. Like yeah. I, I think if yeah. you even if you're not capable of thought, which mm-hmm. I most certainly wasn't up until five minutes ago, um, <laughs> yeah, I would I just you could tell. You know, like that thing's that sounds some deep shit to me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, now I think it I think it just sounds like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if we didn't feel this way about school? Like, wouldn't that be great? Like if people weren't like completely anti-school and then you looked at school and were like, that seems right. <laughs> can't I can't really fault you kids for that. I had a mostly positive school experience, so I don't I don't know what you guys are talking about. I was a a, a grade grubbing little kid. No, I, I never had problems with school. 
I just enjoyed going out of school. Like maybe I had to have like a, a shittier school experience. Wait, did you learn? Did you did you feel you learned things in school? Did you walk away feeling you'd gotten an education of some kind? Because I went to a college prep school and I still feel like I didn't learn a goddamn thing. I felt I I went to a private school, so now the brick and wall spoke very directly to me. I feel like while I you know I feel like I learned a lot, sure, but like the idea that oh man, yeah, it was mostly like the feeling of being trapped, like. Uh, yeah. And the fact that, you know, the thing that you choose next to do, like determines the rest of your life. And I feel like if you choose wrong, then you're just going to end up a piece of plaster in the wall. I don't know. Like I, when I was being mean while I was writing my notes for this, I was like, this is like the battle of the pretentious snotty kids versus the <laughs> edgelord kids. Part of me is always going to be more edgelord than anything. I was like, blow up the school. Yeah, let's blow up the school. I, you know, I, I always kind of struggled with Pink Floyd. I, I, I watched The Wall. I watched The Wall, which is very mm-hmm. hard to do before um before I, I came in here. I kind of lost interest about 75% of the way through, but I did get through mm. another brick in the wall. It gets slow at the end when it gets 100% animation. Yeah. It's I, like, by the time of right. the trial, I was like, I don't, I don't yeah. know what's happening. I, yeah. I, I had it for a while. I knew what was happening for a while. And then I was like, I, when, when we get into like the fascist rock star bit, I was like, I don't know how we got here. I just I feel know. like, I feel like you really phoned this one in. This was your opportunity to create an entire parody album that we could sell. We don't talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> it was, I mean, I told you this the last time. I was afraid to talk about this at all. <laughs> I was like, God, what if what if I also reveal more about myself than I do about the song when I start talking about this? Another Brick in the Wall is actually, um, I don't know if it's a, one of my favorite songs, but it's like their most pop song, I feel like. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like a giant hit. It was number one in several countries. That's insane to me. Like, this is Pink Floyd. Like, Pink Floyd didn't even release singles. It, like it was like we're too good for singles. You got to listen to the entire oh, album, man. The you got to listen. You got to get high and put, uh, you know, play it all in order. And this is a double album, so you should be sitting there for quite a bit. And uh, quite frankly, I just never had that kind of patience. Mm-hmm. Both of you said you went to private school. Does this make mm-hmm. more sense to you? another brick in the wall? Make more sense to you as a, as private school kids, as prep school kids? I never had to wear a uniform. Oh, man. Right, yeah. Matter of fact, when I got out of school for, you know, finally, when I left school, I got I was I really struggled with the idea that I was going to have to wear a suit and tie every goddamn day for the rest of my life. Like a Mormon. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. no, it's like I couldn't. I was not prepared for that. Like, maybe if I had gone to prep school, I would have uh, been more prepared for, you know, the, the rules of the adulthood. Uh, no, I'm going to let me, I mean, perhaps Maggie will have, will have a different response to that. My experience, and, and this is why you occasionally, Todd, will, will say that you think I know something about Catholicism, despite my, 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 my regular type background, which is that my parents did, in fact, because they thought it would be good for me to get into colleges that were in the area that were good or colleges in general. Mm-hmm. The, 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 I guess, technically cheapest at the time was a Catholic school. They sent me to a Catholic school, despite, despite the fact that I am, in fact, very much not Catholic. And here's mm-hmm. what I remember about that. A, not knowing what communion was, not having any concept of the Eucharist uh, or of um, what's that, what's transubstantiation. I know it's, it's weird that I know all these things now. They're so useless to me, but like, 
I went and I was there and there everyone was going up to eat the thing. And I was like, I guess I'll do it. And then like a, a nun pulled me aside and said, like, your soul is black with the, with, yeah. with the with the stain of original sin and you are not to eat that. And I was yeah. like, <laughs> I, I actually believe what she said. That, uh, you're, there is no room in your soul for Jesus Christ. And I was like, cool. Ooh. And then I, and then I ate it every time. Ah, every time. Are you kidding me? I, I was, I became very spiteful, but that was it. That was really, I don't like, I remember just like the brick in the wall idea of being like pushed and alienated and told that I didn't count inside of the, the these Catholic halls full mm-hmm. of n- nuns and priests and brothers and such. Um, so yeah, that definitely spoke to me. What I discovered later when I was in college is that uh, the rules are very different for being a teacher in private school than in public school in the sense that mm. there are rules to be a teacher in public school and there aren't oh. really for private yes. school at oh, all. Oh, yes. We had so many teachers that were not actually qualified to teach what they were teaching. So it was like, sure, like from the outside, maybe our school could be misconstrued as somehow, quote unquote, better. However, like our, none of the teachers were qualified. It was like mass chaos uh, throughout most of my time there from my memory. Yeah, it's very it is very weird to have this idea of private schools being superior when in point mm-hmm. of fact, yeah, the reality is that there were they were completely lawless as far yes. as who could be a teacher. They were like, yes. What are your politics? Great. Come in and what? tell the kids that sex is bad. Put yes. on that video where the guy is like, They put they put rat poison in the in the in the pot. And you died. <laughs> and then you were like, Jesus, I don't want anyway. That's that to me again. When I think mm-hmm. of when I think of private school, it's all of this janky, really not true stuff that they just tell you because that's what the private school wants to do. I don't know what public school is actually like. I went to it from like grade like kindergarten to six. That's what I had. And I don't have a lot of memories of what <laughs> that was like. Were there certain teachers who would hurt the children in any way they could? At private school. That is what uh, Pink Mr. Floyd has, right. tells me about uh, private school. Like, again, I, f- I feel like you, you have to be very British to get Pink Floyd on a, a certain fundamental level. Like, and right. God well, knows, British like, and like that old, like because his teachers would have been, you know, from yeah. that like time of teaching. Uh, not in my generation, but like my dad also went to um, a Catholic school and they absolutely had nuns that would hit people through rulers. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so luckily, no. I mean, we did have people that were just like terrible, weird people. Um, I had I had both. I caught oh, the wow. I caught the so I caught the very, very, very tail end of it. Uh, like. The 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 brothers that I dealt with that were this way um, uh, went to uh, what's the word jail uh, is what happened to to the guy who was like the really big one. But yeah, they so there was a, a whole bit. I found this out way later because I went to a twentieth high school anniversary, um, a reunion anniversary, and I found out there were all these brothers that all the the layman teacher absolutely despised. And they would do these terrible things. There was a brother Ford would like throw us into lockers and yell like, you got a face only a mother could love kid. Um, They, they did it. They did a thing where they would draw a circle on a blackboard and then they put a smaller circle where you'd put your nose and they peel back and whack you in the face so your nose would smack into the (laughs) chalkboard. And let's see. And the other thing that they, they would do is if you fell asleep, um, this was by the point in time when the desks 
and the chairs were connected to each other. So if you were really out, they would very slowly uh, lift your desk up while you were sleeping as high as it could and then drop it so that you would wake up to the the feeling of, you know, falling from what felt like a great height in the moment. Um, one brother actually did it too hard by accident and flipped the whole desk with the kid in it. This is insane. I don't. Isn't that funny? Like I at the time, I swear the the, the mid to late 90s felt very progressive. And now I look back and think, oh, my, no. My dad likes to tell a story of and I assume this was public school. So this is a but this was, you know, back in the 50s or 60s or wherever, whenever he was a kid. Apparently, his older brothers were just like holy terrorists, like infamous through the school. Mm -hmm. So my my dad, when he was like nine or 10 years old, he shows up to school first day of school. The uh, the the old lady's reading off the the roster and gets to my dad's name. like Nathanson. Are you related to Chucky and Frankie Nathanson? Like, yes. And she goes over there, grabs him by the hair, and starts yanking him up. It's like, this is what we do to little misbehaving Nathanson boys. Whoa. And then there was like a big pile of hair on his desk afterwards. Oh, my God. I'm going to segue this into saying I think School's Out is better because it gives you more catharsis. Because at the end of it, you could blow up the school. And that feels good. Another brick in the wall. I, I think it is actually a, quite a good song. It doesn't really feel like it goes anywhere. It's just the Pink Floyd thing of being <laughs> unhappy and you just stay unhappy. And I, I just watched the wall. The kids pull off their masks and they uh, they tear down the school. But it doesn't really feel like that when you listen to the song. Yeah, the song would not give away that that's what happens. And it seems like just a cycle that never ends of violence. <laughs> I guess I mean this is I mean this is sort of like saying uh what's better um Stanley Kubrick's The Shining or um a oh, why did I blank on the guy's name um you know the the guy that did Doctor Sleep who oh, did Mike all the, the like haunting of matter there Mike Flanagan uh that's like saying like Doctor Sleep is better than than The Shining I guess you could make an argument for it because it's more cathartic mm-hmm. mm. but mm. uh I, but ultimately, like, I don't know, one of them is like some serious fucking art. Mm. School's Out is serious fucking art. I will stand is, up. Is it? Yes. Is it's it? got the one of the best riffs of the entire fucking decade. And it fucking rules. And if it, it, it hits something a lot more primal for me. Mm. Like, there's no bullshit yeah, bet, about like social commentary. You no just, panties. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me say, I love Alice Cooper. I love all... Uh, stuff i don't i don't get the panties thing i don't oh, know oh i like the panties so. like no that's that's, a, that's a literally a thing that's all it's just a thing that happened i just think it's i think it's funny <laughs> the, that that's a that's a that's a thing it makes I, I it, usually kind of, get, it makes a kind of sense the idea of the album like you open it up and it's a school desk and you'd have a bunch of like weird stuff in there the idea of like you like i don't know who would have panties in there like you know what actually i do know a weird edge lord who wants people <laughs> to think that they've done done a sex, mm-hmm. so they like yeah. stole like their sister's panties yeah. and pretended that it was like I know exactly what that's about, and I find that deeply amusing. That's all. Uh, we all know that kid, didn't we? All know that yes. kid. Yes, we we did. We did know that kid. You know what? We've got no class, and we've got no principles, <laughs> and we've got no innocence. We can't even think of a word that rhymes. This is art. I don't know how you're talking about how the Pink Floyd thing is art. We can't even think of a word to rise. We've got no innocence. That is art. Alice Cooper is an artist. 
talking about Pink Floyd, was lots of thoughts about the war and fashion. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't. I didn't say like yeah. here's here's who I like better as oh, a person. Oh yeah, we can't yeah. defend him as that's far not, as I can throw that's him. Not, yeah, you know. I mean, uh, although in fairness, Al Scooper also has a very. I mean, I don't know if he still does, but for uh, a while, his whole thing was that rock stars should never talk about politics because mm. rock stars are idiots. Well, I and mean, I, I I have I have some weird feelings about that as a concept. I mean, some, some sure. sure. I don't know. I, 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 I get the feeling that, like. If Alice Cooper wants to believe that, he probably should because I'm, I'm pretty sure Alice Cooper is just a grumpy old man with very Republican opinions about things. I don't how grumpy can he be? He seems so. Like, the thing I actually really like about Alice Cooper, I, I saw an interview with him back in like 2018 where he basically said, um, I'm in my 70s now and I have more energy than I've ever had. And I just want to go out and do a show and have it feel a higher energy than anybody half my age could ever hope to pull off. <laughs> and that, and he feels like he, he has managed to do that pretty consistently. He c- keeps putting out records. I think he's gone, he's gone on the record to saying he feels like he still hasn't done his Sergeant Peppers yet, but he thinks he still will. I, I actually don't know that I would see him as a curmudgeon. I don't know mm-hmm. him. So I, I yeah. guess he, I guess he could be, but I don't, all this stuff that he says is no, he's stunningly, but for, for, you know, one of the original shock rockers, he's a very, he seems just like a sweet, nice guy that wants his fans to be happy. <laughs> My favorite thing I ever, uh, I ever saw anyone say about Alice Cooper was like, I think it was like under in the comments of his like appearance on the Muppet show or something on YouTube. And one of the comments was like, wow, it's amazing to imagine like a hard ass like Alice Cooper being on a kid's show like this. And someone responding is like, Alice Cooper in real life is like the least hard ass guy in the history of the universe. In real life, Alice Cooper is the guy you see at the supermarket thinking real hard about cauliflower choices. (laughs) (laughs) Alice Cooper seems like a pretty friendly guy, but I'm pretty sure he is also like a longtime Republican, just like, you know, a nice guy. But I, I don't want to hear him talk about politics. So if he thinks people shouldn't talk about politics, I'm glad that he that's something he believes. So I can just. Re- it, do, it does, in fact, feel like everybody wins mm-hmm. in this case. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I, here's the thing. I'll, I would rather I would rather a probably Republican Alice Cooper who doesn't talk about politics and makes people happy mm-hmm. than like D. Snyder, who is hardline left, but like goes on Twitter and just fights with people all the time. Uh, no, I got no, got no interest in that. Please just, please just put on the, the, the makeup and do, and do the song that you do. <laughs> like, yeah. tell me about how you want to rock. That's, I mean, like if, if, if there's any, anyone who makes a case that, you know, rock stars should keep their opinions to themselves. It is, uh, Roger Waters, who is just like the most charmless man in oh, the history of the universe. Oh my Yeah. That's another one. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. When it, when it comes to individuals, I sort of it makes me think of like um, I remember watching the, the the BAFTAs and they like give out these uh, these awards. It's like a special award for a performer or a creative that, you know, has just had a huge impact on the culture. And they had one year where they gave it to David Tennant because he's a Doctor Who. And everyone like all these people like are like 
doing this long-winded thing about what a great person he is, how happy he is, how he works so hard, how he brings all this positivity to set. And then there's another year where uh, this guy, Stephen Moffat, who was the showrunner of Doctor Who, mm-hmm. uh, also won the award. And there was nobody that really said anything except <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch and Matt Smith. Um, who were uh, doing a Sherlock and Doctor Who at the time, respectively. And they basically just talked about what a miserable prick he was and how much they liked that about him. And I was like, this is the difference between Alice Cooper (laughs) and Roger Waters. That's it. Sure, he's a good writer, but do do you really want to hang out? Do you want to, like, you know, we're not voting for president, so I can have the who do I want to have a beer with debate, and it's not a debate. I guess not with Alice Cooper because he doesn't drink, but, you know. I'll have a cup. I'd rather have a cup of tea. Gilmore does a really good solo on another brick in the wall. I'll say that. I think the production is better. I find that um, schools out is a little sloppy and a little noisy. And I understand that that's the intention, but going back and listening to the two of them back to back, one of them sounds better for me. And it's the wall by a lot. Mm. Disagree. Disagree. Really? Interesting. Uh-oh. Yeah. I mean, School's Out has got that almost live quality to it. But, I mean, we've talked about albums where that was the case. Uh, we talked about that with Pronounced Leonard Skinnerd, mm-hmm. And I d- defiantly said that I how much I liked that album. Mm-hmm. But that album still feels clean. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they wanted it to sound live, but everything was perfectly rehearsed. School's Out doesn't sound that way to me. School's Out sounds like they put a microphone next to the amp. And you can do that. I mean, Nirvana's in utero is like that, and it's great, but you really have to have a producer that knows how to take that sound and then produce it down into something that sounds right. And I just, for my money, I listen to Schools Out, and it's a little too noisy, a little too peaky in places, and I feel like there's something that's lost in the translation there. That's just my opinion. That's right. I've got news and opinions some of the time. You have me on to be the dummy, but every once in a while, I can sound like a smarty. I'm still an idiot. That's fine. Don't worry. You, you, Maggie said earlier that, like, if you were at a dance or something, you're like, uh, you'd want schools out because that's the crowd pleaser. But, like, Another Brick in the Wall was, like, a giant hit. It was, like, a number one hit in many countries, and it's a dance song. It is kind of, mm. kind of, I mean, sort mm-hmm. of. They were they were yeah. influenced by disco at the mm-hmm. time. So I guess I don't ingest it as a dance song. Uh, but no, I can like see people, it. I'm just I, when I said dance song, I mean that in like super quotes because people say that oh, all the time. Yeah. It's like, yeah, <laughs> like I can see how this is like influenced by disco and by chic and by all that. But like you could never mistake it for a dance song in a billion jillion mm. years. It's it's too stiff. It's very stiff and it's very dour and it's just like I've, I've heard like unhappy dance songs like you could really dance to. But another brick in the wall is not. one. No, of them. it's angry also because it's not just sad. It's like angry, which is, you know. Yeah. Like I can imagine carrying a giant pig balloon to mm-hmm. it, but not really dancing. <laughs> I feel like I've tr- tried to make my case for Alice Cooper as hard as I can. And I'm not really getting anywhere. Like, <laughs> You've hit two walls. I just will listen to <laughs> you. Sure? Oh, man. They should they should do a new version where uh, he preemptively sings like, the pandemic is over. <laughs> if he wants to do that, it'll be a massive Ooh, success. I would. Uh, forever. But, uh, I hope forever. <laughs> It would be great, but but a brick in the wall, I gotta say, I think has only gotten 
more uh, depressingly meaningful mm, mm-hmm. with time. Like, I don't go back, man, what a dated song. <laughs> don't relate to that one at all. Like, it's not even just a school thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that's, you know, the the other half of that song um, where it's just focused on the idea of as your anxieties increase, as you have less things and people that you can trust, you put another brick in the wall to sort of hide yourself behind it. I think that that has gotten only more and more and more True. It's like when Lindsay refers to the idea of the two internets, you know, I mean, that whole notion, you know, is like this step beyond red states and blue states. You know, we are just so completely cut off from one another. As soon as you get any inclination that a person is not trustworthy. And again, we all live on the internet. So it's very easy to find a reason to think that someone's not trustworthy because we're all not trustworthy in the end. You know, I mean, not to pull a Loki, but like, I'm trustworthy. what, what? Oh, are you? Is that I don't I mean, maybe more than maybe more than some. But I, you know, I look at it and this that 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 whole moment. You, did you watch the Loki? You remember that one mm-hmm. where Loki, Loki's Loki's talking to other Loki and says uh, you can't trust and I can't be trusted. And the the cool thing about that is that they're both Loki. So they're both both of those things at the same time. Well, that's literally every human being on Earth now. That's and it's only gotten more true. So in that way, like, I don't want to say that a brick on the wall is prescient because it was true to an extent. I just think that in this new way that none of us has quite perfectly figured out how to cope with, it's mm-hmm. even more true. I was also going to say, I mean, with like the Alice Cooper song, you know, school's out for summer, school's out forever. When you're a kid listening to it, it's like, yes, one day school will be out forever. And like, it's like Mm -hmm. a kid looking forward to being like, oh, I cannot wait to like be an adult and like do my own thing. I'm stuck in school now and it sucks. But the wall is like, no, 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 it sucks now. And it's always going to suck. And it's just going to keep sucking. Because all it, like, at the end of the day, <laughs> like, you're going to, you're you're stuck as yourself. Like, yeah, sure, school's going to end, whoop-de-doo. But, you know, at the end of the day, you're just a, another brick in the wall, you know? So it's... The very, yeah, very true. I, I will say this also, you know, in the in yield gig economy, um, uh, I don't know to what extent everybody here is, how freelance treats all mm-hmm. y'all, but... For me as as a, as a freelance writer, you know, I literally genuinely, I hope this will not be a thing that will get me in trouble, but I had an editor who just moved on to another site. And the last thing that she said in the Slack chat was, remember, every day is a school day. And <laughs> what she meant was as a freelancer, you, you don't really get days off. You're mm-hmm. always working all the time. Otherwise, you're, you know, you're missing out, you know, you're. People will, your bosses will notice that you don't work 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You're not always absorbing content so you can make more content. And I found that so deeply unsettling. As a person in their 40s, I know that that's true, but I also actively do everything in my life that I can to rebuke that. But it's hard and it only, it only gets harder. And I think that that's another thing that, yeah, like, it's hard to listen to schools out because school is in fact, at least for me, mm. never out. <laughs> ne- it's schools out for never. <laughs> uh, so brick in the wall again, hits a lot harder. There's just so much joy in schools out. Like the people talk about how like punk rock was like a rebellion against shit like Pink Floyd, you know, and like just dour and serious stuff. And I just want to be happy and schools out makes me happy. That's a punk rock song before punk rock existed. And I feel like that's the the song the Ramones put in their movie. 
Like I, I feel like that's the greatest endorsement I can I can give. We're not worthy. <laughs> We're not worthy. We're not worthy. I like I don't. I mean, I will say yeah. the best moment of that is the is the very end because he does that thing that that that, uh, <laughs> that he's so good at doing where he puts his hand out like they're going to kiss the ring and like yeah casts his eyes away. I'll <laughs> definitely say Alice Cooper in Wayne's World is way better than Aerosmith in Wayne's World too. I have I've never seen Wayne's World two all the way through. One of one of these people can act, um, <laughs> and it's not Steven Tyler is an entertainer for sure. Mm-hmm. But Alice Cooper is brings a real sense of humor. Wayne's World always stuck out to me. Um, at, like that's one of the funniest scenes in that film, and a, a movie that when I was twelve when it came out, I watched like I, who who even knows? I watched it like once a day. I think I might have watched oh. it like once between meals. Even some days. So to be be clear, we're talking about one and not two. Yes, we are talking about the first. (laughs) We're talking about the first Wayne's World. We're not talking about Wayne's World two, even though that one is the one with Christopher Walken, which is amazing in and of itself. But yeah, I don't know. That's just he's very funny. And yes, that thing with the Muppets, where like at the end, like he's dressed as a devil, and like one of the Muppets just picks him up and throws him around like a rag doll. It's just wow. stunning to me to this day that anyone could ever think that there was anything scary about Alice Cooper at all. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I will admit, like I like I said, I rewatched The Wall just just today, and it was like, like I the the meat grinder thing, like that's something I, I knew about Pink Floyd long ago, but like watch this thing I'd seen a billion times. I was like, Jesus Christ, they're walking right into that meat grinder. It's real dark. Much darker than anything Alice Cooper ever did because Alice Cooper was always, you know, there for a good time. Yeah, like, I mean, like, like when, well, he, when he kills people on stage, it's nothing. It's nothing. It's a, you know, it's we're all in on the joke. Oh, that means yeah, like, is it like, is like, is, does anybody feel menaced when he says, feed my Frankenstein? <laughs> yeah. Meet my libido. Yeah. He's a psycho. It's just so silly. Like, I don't know how anyone yeah. could ever. Be like, oh no, that man is sexually violent. No, it's he's a he's a just dope. being a dork. He's yeah. a dork. He's a he's a real dorky guy. Um, and it and it shines through. That is the best thing about him. Again, if we if it was an argument between two men, this would not be uh, this would not be difficult at all. Um, <laughs> but as it is, unfortunately, the the show is called Song versus Song, not Man versus Man. Actually, you know what? I don't. I would never want to make a podcast called Man versus Man. <laughs> I actually can't tell you how much I don't want that at all. Uh, but yeah, I I don't know. Do you want to do three questions or four questions or whatever we're up to now? <laughs> Question number one is, uh, let's say hypothetically, uh, you, you got to make a Sophie's Choice. One of these songs could be lost to history, lost for all time, never to be remembered by the mind of humankind. And one is going to stay. What is the one that has to stay for the culture? School's out. School's out. I, I don't know. I feel like I'm fighting an uphill battle here. But you know, the wall, the wall still stands. Another brick in the wall is just another brick in the wall that is the wall. Wow. Like, wow. <laughs> but like the entire legend of Alice Cooper begins with "School's Out." Like it's his his signature song, their signature song, because it was a band mm-hmm. at the time. I love Alice Cooper very much, but like nothing comes close to "School's Out." Another brick in the wall. You still have comfortably numb. You still have hey you. You still have. Do you? See, here's my here's my question to you. Mm-hmm. Without the wall, without another brick in the wall, part two. Does any of it? I kind of feel like that brick 
is sort of like the brick. They didn't have a pop hit before like that. With, I just money. don't. I just. I just don't even know. Money. Like if True. the wall would even. Mm. Yeah, money's great, but I get. Again, I don't know what the wall is. Like every piece of that is mm. important. Especially that though. Like if there's like a linchpin, if there's a lynch brick, yeah, um, that's the that's that's the one. So I don't know what happens. And 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 furthermore, without a brick in the wall part two, I just find myself wondering if ever I would have had the opportunity to hear Doug Walker sing, I have become comfortably dumb, and then cut to Dan Olson saying, I'm not gonna disagree. You said it, buddy. I don't that will, I would never have that. And it's arguably the greatest moment in all of Internet history. So I just have things that I need to live and I need that to live. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I really, it's for the it's for the it's, culture. It's for the culture. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it's for the culture. I'm wearing the T-shirt, so I feel like I can't. I, I gotta, you know, I. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. If 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 the wall has a has a linchpin, I really don't think it's another brick in the wall. I think you can really cut the the part about school entirely, honestly. And it's it'd be a, a loss because that's a good song, but I don't feel like the wall really. That's not the brick that the wall sits on. If anything, like I think has to say it's mother. Mother to me is. Maybe and uh, maybe actually, that, but I don't think uh, like impact. But didn't Roger Waters write? I guess I, I I think that there is like some historical record of Roger Waters having actually like written a Brick on the Wall Part Two first, mm-hmm. like like having written that that chunk of song and like before there was anything else to it, just sitting with an acoustic guitar and creating it. And I don't know how much had already been written. Aside from that, like this was a concept in general, and I think perhaps in specific, there's something uh, to this lyric of all in all, we're just another brick on the wall. And if he'd never had that thought, what other thoughts would he not have had? I know this is like one of those like tripping down the what ifs. Yeah, but it's hard. In this case, it's really hard not for me to wonder if there wasn't the one where there just not be anything. If would that album exist? Period. I, I, and I, the answer is I don't. I genuinely don't know. I'm not arguing that it's the best or the most important once the whole thing is collectively done. But in the process of creating it as a, as a, as a story, as a piece, I don't know that the thing would exist without that song. Well, I, f- I find myself outnumbered Yay. again. <laughs> I mean, usually it's me, historically. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, uh, Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> all right. You, you, you feel you feel good about that one? Yeah. You feel like we you feel like we nailed it. All right. Question number two. You can be a uh, you can be a fly on a brick on the wall, <laughs> and you can you can be a you can sort of witness the the creation soup to nuts of the entire song, the entire album, uh, the music video or the movie in mm-hmm. this case, but only one. You can only experience one of those things to understand all the sort of. Fascinating backdoor dealings of being a musician. Uh, which was the one that you would want to sort of witness all of that bullshit? Right. Uh, absolutely. Uh, school's out. Um, I've I've read oh, wow. what happens during the wa- you know I don't need to <laughs> yeah. see them be them. You know, like I guess you're like I don't need to to see all that go down. Um, yeah. Whereas, yeah. To, to, to your point, you know. Uh, 
Alex Cooper is great. So why not? That would be probably a wonderful uh, time traveling trip. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I would like to see them uh, put schools out together. Honestly, I think it's kind of a more complicated song than another brick in the wall, or at least another brick in the wall. Part two, obviously it connects with part one and part three and the happiest days of our lives and everything. But like schools out is a very strangely written song. It's like, it stops, it starts. It's got that great riff. Also, like if we're just, I don't want to be around Pink Floyd in any capacity. Like Pink Floyd is best enjoyed from a distance on record, not in, in person. Like, I'm not even sure I'd want to see Pink Floyd in concert, honestly. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't it be cool, though, to see um, Alice Cooper in, like, 1972 yeah. in concert? That seems – because, like, then you could get a sense. You could watch the parents be outraged. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun. That would be cool. And if you get that, then I feel like, you know, in the deal, I always like bending the rules on some of these questions. But you then I guess technically you could also, like – you could show up on the set of the Staples commercial <laughs> – Jesus Christ! <laughs> that they do with schools. <laughs> you, do you know, know this one, Maggie? No. Yeah, like he, Alice Cooper does Staples commercials for back to school sales and stuff. Uh, he plays like, yeah. and the little kids come up to him. He's like, "I thought you said schools out forever." And he's like, "No, I said schools out for summer," which is a lie. It also it says the song mm-hmm. also says schools out wow. forever, which I hate. Alice Cooper, you fucking sell out. Don't even. Get- <laughs> Get that money, Al. Get it. Uh, you get that. You get that money, and you use it to buy new golf clubs. I don't know. He plays golf. That's the thing I know about him. He plays um, a lot of golf. He plays a lot of golf. I'll tell you, that's one. Like Alice Cooper, a lot of things I would want to do with him. Oh man, 1972. I bet he didn't even find out about golf yet. I could go back in time and prevent it from happening. <laughs> no, you find would it, kill get, him. Get him. That's it. oh, that's true. He would die without golf. Never mind. I yeah. would get him to the. I would get him to the golf course early. Mm. I'd be like, you ever heard of golf, Al? And he'd be like, that sounds like some sellout, shouldn't I? I'd be like, no, man, it's punk as fuck. No, man. <laughs> I don't know how I would convince him that that was true, but I bet I could do it. All right. What are we doing? Are we, uh, what are we doing? <laughs> uh, question number three. Uh, Megan Thee Stallion, you know, that one. Lady that everybody likes, winner of many awards, uh, beloved by all, uh, except for people who don't count. Uh, <laughs> she's going to get up to some hot girl shit as she does. And before she does that, she's going to prepare. And as as all people, I believe, prepare for hot girl shit, she's going to create a a music, a playlist of some kind, a mixtape, if you will, of songs that she wants to listen to, going to get her hype for hot girl shit. One and only one of these two songs can be on that hot girl shit mix for now and for all time. Which one of these two girls is hot girl shit? Uh, I feel like Meg would absolutely rather have the wall on her playlist. Uh... She's hardcore. She watches animes, and that is emotions at 150. Wow. So she's going to want to listen to The Wall. I wasn't expecting for anime to come out in the argument, but that's actually a really right? good point. That really is. She is a very notable anime yes. fan. And, uh, you know, if The Wall is not an influence on Akira, I'd be very surprised. <laughs> the animation, you know, that's, you know, my first instinct was to say school's out, but. You know, it was like almost immediately it was like, I bet you could get it to some hot girl shit to a, another one bites the. No, no. What do I say? Another brick in the wall. <laughs> That's definitely on it, too. But 
Speaking of speaking of rock bands going disco, mm-hmm. but uh, maybe she, maybe maybe she would watch that YouTube video that is uh, the all the scenes from the wall where the wall plays, but it schools out playing over it instead. Mm. Is that a thing? It is. Look it up. It actually. I don't want to say that it works, but it doesn't not work. Is that like a thing where like you play Dark Side of the Moon over Wizard of Oz? And it works. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Where you watch it and you're like, this actually is kind of weirdly compelling. Very yeah. different. It def- it's a different <laughs> energy. It's a different energy. No, gives I, the gives gives a lot of those scenes a, a very different vibe. I'm I'm still gonna an- answer schools out, but that one's a much closer answer, uh, much closer question than I thought at first. I still say schools out. So I. I have we I, think, on- I, I also agree. That I think it's th- in this case, I take schools out. I mean, I, the the anime thing is really compelling. Uh, yeah. I don't want I don't want to take that away from you at all. That is <laughs> a better argument than I thought anybody could ever come up with in yeah. favor of this for, for hot girl shit. But in the end, I just feel like maybe like Meg was, I don't know, doing something she didn't want to do during the day as people are. Want- I bet even yeah. Megan the Stallion has to do shit during the day that she does oh, not want to do. And when and when she's and when she's done, she's she's playing schools out because school is out, and she's gonna go get up. That what do you do when you're not at school? It's summertime, and then you're gonna get up to some hot girl shit because it's summer. I don't know, man. To me, it's a slam dunk, isn't that like that's like a, that to me is like a summer song anyway. Yeah, it's too much of a banger. Too much of a <laughs> banger. But like I said, it's much closer than I realized. So yeah, completely fair. All right, now for the the <laughs> the most important question, not just in this podcast, but really of all time. Uh, William Shatner, a uh, horse enthusiast, uh, actor of, of a stripe, musician, no, perfor- <laughs> per, 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 dramatic performer, fuck <laughs> yeah. He's going to do a William Shatner version of one and only one of these two songs. Which song must be shat upon? I, I don't think I, my soul could allow for him to... Touch the wall. So I like, <laughs> and also I feel like he would go to a karaoke and pick schools out. Like that seems like a song that William Shatter would be like, absolutely. You've got no, I don't know. I keep imagining it and I've, how can you have your pudding if you yes. don't eat your meat? You can't eat your pudding if you don't eat your meat. Mm. Like, matter of fact, he should have been cast in the movie as that act. As that horrible Scottish headmaster, it's a Shatner. It's a Shatner slam dunk for me. Like we don't need no education. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, when I, I was a kid, there were certain teachers who would try to hurt the students <laughs> any way they could. Let me let me say this. I agree with everything you said except for the part where you would let William Shatner act in place of any other actor. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, that's not, not in this case. Yes, there are cases in which I would happily allow William Shatner to come in and do, 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 do his Shatner best. I do it. Mm. I do enjoy him as long as I don't look at his tweets. I love mm. him very much. I don't know. The, I feel the like- fastest way to not like William Shatner is to ever go on Twitter and see what he writes. It's terrible, but everything else about him wonderful. I feel like neither song is the right answer because both of them would require him to perform with children. And I just feel like that's a disaster (laughs) waiting to happen. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to do that to a child. I told you I interviewed him and watched him eat yogurt. I don't know. He seems like a a he seems like a gentle soul. Rides a horse, eats yogurt. He pet. I watch him pet a shark. I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it's fine. That's right. 
Anyway, uh, all right, that's it. We've 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 I we've exhausted this far more than we should have. Um, yeah. Do you want to like? Let's listen to what commenters said. That's you know when we do this podcast, we bring guests to have commenters on for a reason because you and I, Todd, are imbeciles. Yes, and everybody else is much smarter than mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. All right, Gator McKinley writes. School's out is the dismissive, ignorant shriek of Americans complaining about hating English class and math homework. Another brick in the wall is a principal, high-minded disagreement on classroom management and the prioritization of educational principles in British society. And I'm a damn patriot, so school's out all the way. It's like, that was my, my conclusion, too. Every, I agree with every single word of that. <laughs> what, a, what a journey. Yeah, that I didn't know where that was going to land. Did, does anybody yeah. feel like we were on a real long and winding road? <laughs> yeah. Like, I appreciate the ending. I was really about to be like, slow your control <laughs> or fall away, like yeah. grief. But I, yes. I, don't, I don't, I don't, is that what it's, what? I, what? I, I'm not sure. I don't know if any of that's actually true. <laughs> yeah. It's about how American kids don't like to speak English and math. I don't know if that's true. All right. I don't know about all that. Ryan Rohr, I, I'm not pronouncing that correctly at all, writes, Ryan Rohr writes, as a trans from the UK, I am contractually obligated to vote for another brick because if you've ever been a queer in a state school, you get Ooh. it. I have not. Did you, so, did, you, did you need me to validate that comment? You can respond to that however <laughs> you like. <laughs> the, I, I, I dub the comment... Correct. <laughs> I, I have nothing. I mean, like you know, again, yeah. as a as a as a as a many as a many splendored thing that was not a Catholic mm-hmm. boy person in in a, in a Catholic boy's school. Uh, it was definitely challenging. Definitely, if that's a that's a real brick in the wall vibe. That's a real brick in the wall right there. <laughs> that's a real brick in my wall. That's for sure. If only you could have uh, had an actual hammer. Like from the wall, so to do that uh, confirmed gavel thing you just did. Sorry, everybody. I used to have a I used to have a brick when I was oh. in theater. We we had we, somebody built a brick wall out of brick instead of making a fake brick wall. I don't know why the director insisted on making a real brick wall, but we made it like at four o'clock in the morning. I don't know Ooh. why that happened, but I remember that like we had a. Um, one of the, one of my friends who was doing it, we had all these bricks. And so occasionally I would just walk up to her with a brick and say brick. And then she would laugh and then collapse. Wow. And it became a thing. We would just say brick to each other whenever things made no sense. Oh. Cool story, Gramps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, bricks back in my Any, day. That's it. <laughs> all right. Wore oh. a brick on my belt as was the style <laughs> at the time. Alina writes. And uh, I'm going to assume a different Alina than the one that's in this chat. Who but could say? Unless no, you have anything you want to tell me. I mean, okay. Um, I am a supporter of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for supporting us, Alina. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome, everybody. Alina <laughs> writes, Schools Out contains the lyric, and we can't even think of a word that rhymes. That is lazy writing masquerading as honesty. And it also serves as a thematic metaphor because it's exactly how you try to bullshit an essay. And if you can't reward that, what can you reward? A plus. Like, <laughs> I put a needs import a needs improvement yeah. report card for that one. No, no, no. It's that's actually uh, a, I don't. It's not quite circular logic. Uh, B minus. 
see me after class. <laughs> <laughs> you tr- you tried. No, it was good. It was good. All right. Gal Hazor writes, I think this is going to be our last one. Gal Hazor writes, both on its own and in the context of the album, another brick in the wall balances its sense of rebellion with a compassion for the authority figure, the teacher, understanding his own hacklessness and subjugation to other, even stronger forces of social power and capital. But I'm in seventh grade mode, so fuck that. Burn the school. <laughs> Follow the guy with the snake from Wayne's World. Again, very well composed answer. I love it. I absolutely agree. A plus. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right here, right now. I, I feel like Todd can no longer have control of what, <laughs> yes. what comments are chosen. You're really stuffing the ballot box this time. But okay, I, okay. I, I believe that that uh, the the majority on this podcast is going to come out the victor what are the oh, votes todd what? actually one last one i, w- I want to read real quick <laughs> okay cherry cola writes third party vote for what time is it summertime from high school musical 2 who are you get the fuck off uh, my patreon oh that's oh. actually a great <laughs> contender is it what mm-hmm. I, all i remember is two being the worst one. Oh, it's definitely the worst uh but that makes uh, it the best. <laughs> okay. I guess it depends on what you're watching High School Musical mm, for. True. I just want to be clear that I don't dismiss any of our commenters. Please go back five minutes when you listen to me dismiss several <laughs> of our commenters. Okay, yes, Thank please. Thank you for your money. <laughs> okay, yes. I, I take it back. Thank you for your money. Please keep going. <laughs> uh, okay. No, okay. It, was, I, I, it makes me want to check out High School Musical, too. Not a lot, but more than the 0% that I was at prior. (laughs) Anyway. Yes. Results? Yes. Before we uh, announce the results, we always ask our guests, who do you think won and by how much? Like, who by percentage-wise. I feel like the wall won. I feel like it's too big, right? I don't know how how, by how much, though. It is a big by, a, by a little, by a lot. I would say by a little. I would say maybe by 60, 70. That's a lot by our standards. Oh, is it really? Oh, okay. Well, then maybe more I like. I mean, like if, if, I mean, if it were an election, like that'd be like a landslide. That's true. Generation landslide, yeah. you might say. Oh. I want to be elected. Okay. All I think right. it's close. I think it's close, but I think the wall. Okay. And uh, Alina, you were, you were already picking the wall also? Pretty sure. Pretty confident. All right. For a total of 230. To 473. That's exactly a two to one split, just like we had in this chat. <sighs> yes, Pink Floyd. Oh, uh, Pink Floyd brought the hammer down on Alice Cooper in this. Uh, oh, just, the, justice was done. Mm-hmm. Justice was done. Mm-hmm. Sorry, sorry, Al. Sorry, Al. <laughs> Weird out, Weird Al Cooper. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you for watching. I can't believe you. Li- you people listen to us and I have no idea why, but thank you so much. Thank you, Maggie, for being on the, on the show. Where can we find you? Oh, thank you so much for having me, uh, especially to talk about these two songs. Wow. Uh, wow. What a treat. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Convincing. Yeah. Convincing. (laughs) Uh, yeah, you you can find me on, uh, Twitter and, uh, my YouTube channel where I do, uh, film analysis and, uh, yeah, it's just at my name, Maggie Mayfish. May, like, my great-grandmother, not the month, M-A-E. And uh, thank you for supporting us on Patreon. Let everyone know about us. Tell all your friends we're, what about this great podcast. And Report how it's to your- the authorities. It's for the best. Yes. And uh, 
if you want next episode what's the next oh wait yeah tell them tell them tell them to give us money yeah give us money on patreon at song versus song that's uh patreon.com slash song versus song you uh toss us some uh money you actually get our bonus episodes where we review one movie every month and give us twenty dollars and you get to pick one of the suggestions on the poll for what we review every month what was what did you want them to pick somebody should pick centaur world okay if you're one of our twenty dollar twenty dollar donors pick centaur world what the fuck are you guys talking about i don't know what centaur world is Uh, i if if people vote for it then you will find (laughs) out (laughs) okay and uh our next episode it's a uh, one we've been talking about for a while. This one is for you, Lena. We oh, is it one of my, is it one of mine? Yes, one of the ones that I've wanted to do. We are going to do at long last "Band on the Run" by Paul McCartney. Oh wow! Versus "Mr. Blue Sky" by Electric Light Orchestra. <gasps> Yellow. <laughs> at long last, my opportunity to spend an hour and change talking shit about "Band on the Run." <laughs> I. I, I I may literally say nothing during this episode. I can just let Lena run. It is but. true. I have a lot of, I have, there are some things that I have been waiting to say about Band on the Run that are going to get me somehow more hate than I have ever gotten before, if that's humanly possible. I think I can do it. I think, <laughs> I, I, think I have it within me to make it happen. Can't wait. Going to be a good one. All right. See you around. See you around. <laughs> school's out. Right, bye, school's everyone. Out. School's <laughs> out. Yeah. Oh, school's been bowed to pieces. Oh.